What is up, you beautiful people? Welcome to the Feel Strong Podcast. This is Coach Justin coming to you from the streets of Philadelphia and behind a mask. I am, I'm going to say it right now, a little worried about how this is going to sound. But this is how it is. I really like uh, laying this stuff down when I'm going for a walk. I have a 40-pound ruck on. I'm going for a walk. So we're going to talk. Uh, I wanted to talk, first of all, thanks for hanging out, uh, if you've been hanging out. Uh, the, uh, the podcast has been on a bit of a hiatus for several reasons, uh, but at least one uh, and maybe two of which I want to talk about today. I'm interested in talking about uh, motivation, discipline, and accountability. Now, this is, uh, those are big, big topics. Uh, certainly, I could do a you know, two-hour keynote speech for those of you who are higher speakers. I will happily come in and lay that down. We're going to try and do this in a much shorter time frame. First things first, motivation. Man, oh man, it is, we're laying this down in uh, coming on mid-July. We are still in a pandemic. I live in Pennsylvania. Gyms are still closed. Everything's pretty, pretty much closed. There's outdoor seating. Uh, masks are required in public. All of which, frankly, is a great idea. Uh, but motivation uh, for lots and lots of people, private clients, group clients, clients for the gym I work at, uh, motivation is really seeming to drip away. And, frankly, motivation dripped away for me to do this podcast. I felt like I didn't have a whole lot to add to what was going on in the discourse. Certainly, there's far more important things going on in the world than the struggle of one coach or many coaches or many athletes. If you have the time to listen to this podcast, I I sincerely hope that means that you have uh, your time is not completely consumed with your immediate survival in the world. Uh, if it is, reach out. Let's talk. But I was feeling a little under-motivated to shoot my mouth off about fitness and things surrounding it, health, well-being, lifestyle, uh, in the pandemic, in uh, certainly post George Floyd, I was feeling pretty uh, irrelevant um, and like other voices should be heard more than mine, uh, like it would be disrespectful to keep talking uh, in a world where other things had to be heard. And none of that has changed. Uh, I really hesitated pressing the record button today, uh, but decided that all, uh, as I often tell people that your struggles are relative. Whenever someone says that they, you know, they feel bad about X, Y, and Z because someone else has it worse, that's always true. It doesn't make either one of those irrelevant. The fact that you're having a hard time and someone else is having a different hard time doesn't make either of those times not hard or not valid. Uh, You can't invalidate someone else's struggle, but nor can they yours. So, motivation. How do you hang on to motivation? How do you get motivated every day? You don't. Not a thing. Flush that down the toilet. Every, any speaker who tells you that you can be motivated every day, all you need to do is have the perfect morning routine with some freaking alkaline water plus lemon juice, some sea salt, 10 minutes of motivation, 15 minutes of journaling, 30 minutes of yoga, 
that all, all of which are great things, none of which are going to provide motivation 100% of the time. So, when motivation goes away, what's your fallback? I strongly, strongly, strongly suggest discipline. Now, discipline, a bunch of different meanings. People often associate discipline with being tough or being held to account. Uh, especially in the, the fitness, wellness space, a lot of times discipline is you know put side by side with people getting up at four in the morning and just working out super hard and go waiting for their families to go to bed and going to do a thing. That's not discipline. Discipline is sticking to your routine. Discipline is doing what you say you're going to do. Discipline is being consistent. So, to be disciplined, you need a plan. You cannot be disciplined without a plan. I really believe that. So, develop a plan. Now, I've got lots and lots of stuff on this. You can read it elsewhere, listen to it elsewhere. Hit me up on Instagram. We can talk about it. But developing a plan is really important. The plan has to serve you. It has to get you where you want to go, at least pointed in the right direction, and you have to believe in it. If those things aren't true, it's not going to work. I will put any amount of money on the fact that the best quote-unquote plan on paper in the world, if you don't believe it's going to take you where you want to go, it won't work. If you have someone else making a plan for you, if you're working with a coach at Feel Strong, if you're working with a different coach, getting a plan from somewhere else, buying an online template, whatever your deal is, if, you're, if you don't believe that that plan is going to take you where you want to go, there is an extremely low percentage chance that the plan is going to work because you're already not bought in. On the other side of it, if there's a plan that I look at it on paper and I'm like, well, this is some bullshit. This is absolutely terrible. It doesn't make any sense. It, it, it doesn't do what you, what, it, what you think it's going to do. Uh, it's based on, you know, magical thinking and no science. But, but, you believe it's going to work, it's much more likely that it's going to work. That's just the way it works. So, uh, developing your thinking, your buy-in around your plan, whether you make it or you get it for someone else, is totally vital and it's really good to check in on a regular basis, is this plan still take me where I want to go? Have, have your goals changed? If the destination changes, the map, the direction, should probably change. Don't stick with a plan. This happens all the time. Don't stick with a plan that took you somewhere else once, once upon a time to get you to a new place. So frequently, we'll talk with people, they'll call up Feel Strong, we'll have our initial chat on the phone, and they'll say, well, when I was 24, I did Pilates, and it changed my life, and I felt better, and I lost weight, and I had more energy than I've ever had, and I felt good about myself, and my confidence went through the roof, and my social life exploded, and it was great. So, I want to do Pilates again. Now, that's not necessarily wrong. We love Pilates. However... What, the, what you need to do is figure out where you are and where you want to go. I want to change my body composition and feel great about myself. Maybe very different for a 34-year-old than a 23-year-old. 
I don't remember how old I said you were. I'm making it up. So the path may be different. You also may be a far different athlete. We've all seen people who come in who have zero history of working out, and the, the, the changes they go through in the first four months are incredible. So that person who walks in and like can't hang from a pull-up bar and gets really winded after five burpees as having a hard time, and you fast forward, you know, eight weeks, and they're just killing it. And they almost got their first pull-up, and they can hang on the runs, and they're learning to move weight, and they feel great, and you're already watching their body change, and it's amazing. That person is very, very different than the person they'll be eight years later if they stuck with it. And talk to any experienced athlete, exerciser, working out or lifestyle person, and they will tell you, it gets harder. It is frustrating. Taking off 10 pounds of weight, if you've never experimented with diet, uh, dieting and resistance exercise, versus taking off 10 pounds of weight, if you've been tracking your macros, gone through several cut maintenance cycles, and have your exercise routine dialed in, one is way, way harder. You know how to do it. It's just harder to respond to. All right. Discipline. Following discipline. Accountability. This is where working with someone else is really helpful. Having someone draw a plan for you. Certainly it feels strong. We read every workout that everyone does every day. Uh, sometimes people can upload videos. They tell us about how they feel about it. We talk back and forth. Sometimes it's just, hey, this looks great. Double high five. We'll go a little harder next week. Sometimes it's a really long dissecting discussion about how to make things better or what we should change. Or even, uh, you know, the past, uh, the past seven days have looked a little strange. We need to check and call to make sure that we're on the right path because something isn't jiving. Something isn't going the way it's supposed to and we need to figure out why. Super helpful with accountability. Other ways you can do accountability. Work out with people. Now, I know, COVID, what are you talking about? You can do this virtually. We do lots of Zoom stuff. I know the Zoom is not nearly as satisfying as being able to hear someone breathe hard next to you, feel them in the room. That energy is different, but it still exists. The gym I work at, we've been doing outdoor workouts for Oh, a couple of weeks now, I guess, uh, within, uh, well within all the, the permitted regulations. Everyone's in a mask, everyone's six feet apart, uh, in a mask while you're working out, also important. Uh, and that is super helpful. Even when we can't, you know, we're not bringing barbells and rowers and stuff out. We're bringing resistance bands. But going, you can go a little harder. You're more likely to show up if you know someone else is there. If you tell someone else you're going to come, if they tell you they're going to come, then you expect each other, and that's just the way it works, right? So, accountability. There's a million ways to do it. Uh, several, I have several people who do a lot of Instagram accountability. Sounds silly to some people. It's awesome. When you post a workout five times a week, six times a week, whatever you do, people notice when you don't. Now, you might think they won't, but they do. 
people are paying attention. People you care about. Random followers, you know, that the weird robot from Russia is probably not going to notice. But you'd be surprised how often people would be like, hey, uh, I really like your workout stuff. Uh, you haven't posted anything in a while. You, you change plans? Are you doing something different? What's going on? That is enough to keep people accountable in a way that would blow your mind. The other side of that, pay attention to the people around you. If a person is posting a bunch of workout stuff and they stop in a loving, caring, compassionate way, ask them about it. They thought it was important enough to share to some degree. Maybe it's not the biggest priority in their life, but they bothered to put it on video. They bothered to write something. They bothered to publish it. So, ask them why they stopped. And again, like, loving compassion is the word here. Not what happened, not did, did, did you get hurt, not none of those things. You have no idea what's going on in their life. It could be, very reasonably, something big took priority over this thing in their life. It could be that they got hurt or are really down or something else is happening. So be respectful to these possibilities. But there's also the possibility that you ask about it and they might say, yeah, I fell off. But um, I, I'm starting again tomorrow, so that's the plan. And that's the plan they made when they read your comment. That had not been the plan before. Maybe they kind of thought about it. But until they noticed someone else giving a damn, there was no real plan. Back to that plan thing, right? Discipline. All right. We're sort of rambling here, but I do want to take two minutes because of where we are and what's going on, and the fact that I'm still screaming through a mask near traffic, so I'm still worried that this is not going to be audible. All of these things, motivation, discipline, accountability, absolutely come into play with how you deal with coronavirus and COVID-19. This is not a political statement. A virus cannot be political. It is just it is a living thing that acts the way it is always going to. If you are getting tired of social distancing and wearing your mask, and you don't feel like it, you're losing motivation, just like you would for workouts, just like you will for workouts. So you need a plan. I really suggest telling people what your plan is. No, no, no. I put a mask on every time I go outside. When I walk the dog, when I take the trash out, everything. There is no, oh, well, this one doesn't matter. Oh, well, this one doesn't matter. It all matters. And you know it all matters. Any reasonable uh, supposition of the facts shows that to be true. So, if you are good at one and not the other, I really suggest that you apply the thing you're good at to the thing you're not good at and vice versa. So, if you are just great at hitting your workouts, but are getting real tired of having to zoom into work and do whatever level of homeschooling you're able to do and wear masks to places and not being able to go to the restaurants you want to go to because either they're not, uh, there's no room or it's raining or you don't feel safe doing it, which is a very reasonable thing to do, then apply that same discipline, that same motivation 
you do your fitness to your COVID-19 behaviors and vice versa. If you are someone who is great at putting a mask on every time you go outside, if you are someone who always has extra hand sanitizer for someone else, if you're someone who is really good at noticing how other people are moving and giving yourself the room, first of all, give yourself a high five for it because not everyone is. You're doing a great job. You're being disciplined. You're staying motivated. Months into this thing, it's not easy. Let yourself feel good about that. Let yourself be excited about how good you're doing and let that motivation and accountability bleed into other things in your life. You know you can keep doing this thing that's a little uncomfortable and doesn't always feel great. Keep doing that. Working out first thing in the morning is often uncomfortable and often isn't great. We know the long-term payoffs are good. Even the short-term payoffs often. I, I always feel better afterward, even if I don't feel good during. Let, let your motivation for how you deal with the masks and the hand sanitizer and dealing with everything outdoors and your work to be part of that. You know, I'm really good at this. I'm going to treat how I work out the same way I treat a mask. All right. I think that's what I have for today. I hope you can hear all of this. Feel strong. Follow us on Instagram. Feel strong fit. Uh, we're really responsive to DMs. If you're interested in getting started, custom-made plans, lifestyle, workout, nutrition, the whole boat. We don't work with everyone, but we will talk to anyone. Get in touch. We'll see if we're a good fit for each other. And we can get you started winning a little plan, a little discipline, and a little accountability. Never hurt anyone. All right, team. Feel strong.